Mr. Squeers feigned to be intent upon mending a pen and offering benevolent advice to his youthful pupil. Mr. Squeers, I believe, sir, said the stranger, the gentleman that advertised in the Times newspaper? My name is Snawley, sir. Squeers inclined his head as much as to say, and a remarkably pretty name, too. The stranger continued, I've been thinking, Mr. Squeers, of placing my two boys at your school. Twenty pounds per annuum, I believe, Mr. Squeers? Guineas, rejoined the schoolmaster with a persuasive smile. They're not great eaters, said Mr. Snawley. Oh, that doesn't matter at all, replied Squeers. We don't consider the boys' appetites at our establishment. This was strictly true, they did not. Could I say a few words with you in the next box? said Snawley. By all means, rejoined Squeers with a grin. They walked into the next box. The fact is, said Snawley, I'm not their father, Mr. Squeers. I'm only their father-in-law. Oh, is that it? said the schoolmaster. That explains it at once. I was wondering what the devil you were going to send them to Yorkshire for. <laughs> oh, I understand now. And this, resumed Snawley, has made me anxious to put them to some school where they may rough it a little, you comprehend? The payment's regular and no questions asked, said Mr. Squeers, nodding his head. That's it, exactly, rejoined the other. Having entered Mr. Snawley's address, the schoolmaster had next to perform the still more agreeable office of entering the receipt of the first quarter's payment in advance, which he had scarcely completed when another voice was heard inquiring for Mr. Squeers. "'Here he is,' replied the schoolmaster. "'What is it?' "'Only a matter of business, sir,' said Ralph, looking narrowly at the schoolmaster. "'You have advertised for an able assistant, sir. Here he is.' "'My nephew Nicholas, hot from school, with everything he's learnt there fermenting in his head and nothing fermenting in his pocket, is just the man you want.' "'I'm afraid,' said Squeers, perplexed with such an application from a youth of Nicholas's figure, "'I'm afraid the young man won't suit me.' "'Let me have two words with you,' rejoined Ralph. The two words were had apart, and in a couple of minutes Mr. Wackford Squeers announced that Mr. Nicholas Nickleby was from that moment thoroughly nominated to and installed in the office of First Assistant Master at Do the Boys Hall. "'You'd better go home now,' said Ralph, "'and pack up what you've got to pack.' "'Do you think you could find your way to Golden Square?' "'Certainly,' said Nicholas. "'I can easily inquire. "'Leave these papers with my clerk, then,' said Ralph, "'producing a small parcel. "'Nicholas cheerfully undertook the errand, "'and bidding his worthy uncle an affectionate farewell, "'which that warm-hearted old gentleman acknowledged by a growl, "'hastened away to execute his commission. "'He found Golden Square in due course, "'and Mr. Noggs, who'd stepped out for a minute or so to the public house, "'was opening the door with a latch-key when he reached the steps. "'What's that?' inquired Noggs, pointing to the parcel. "'Papers from my uncle,' replied Nicholas. "'Uncle!' cried Noggs. "'Without another word, he led Nicholas into the passage "'and thence into the official pantry at the end of it, "'where he thrust him into a chair, "'and mounting upon the high stool, "'sat with his arms hanging straight down by his sides, "'gazing fixedly upon him, "'as from a tower of observation.' Nicholas, who had a sufficiently keen sense of the ridiculous, could not refrain from breaking into a smile as he inquired whether Mr. Noggs had any commands for him. Noggs shook his head and sighed, 
upon which Nicholas rose and bade him good morning.